0: What's up? It's the Disaster Prince, and uh, I've got a very special guest with me today, but first, uh, yeah, shush, over there. Uh, I'm just going to say that I I'm, think I'm going to continue to keep going on with this podcast. I know there wasn't an update yesterday, or last week, whatever, so who knows. But I do have a very special guest with me today. Would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Um, Hello. Uh, I'm the podcast host. I don't know if you say your name on this show. Um, I'm... I'm- this- I, the disaster Prince's older sister. Yeah. And I'm here to talk to you about Homestuck, bitches. <laughs> Let's uh, go.
0: Co- okay, okay, okay. So, um, yeah, uh, my older sister, um, is here, and uh, blame her for everything involved in this episode. I'm e- equally into it. I'd argue, maybe a little less. A
1: little bit less.
0: But I just lack the like. It's not that I lack the enthusiasm, but... Uh,
1: You've never painted yourself gray.
0: I've never painted... I am painting a box red, but that's a completely different yeah. matter um, uh, when it comes to standing the uh, wildest, too.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: but uh, we'll get to that in a second, folks. Um, but basically, I read Homestuck when I was, like, too young. Like, 13, you know, when everyone reads it. And I like got some of it. I didn't get it. I I like loved Terezi, of course.
1: Yeah, everyone loves Terezi. She's well, objecti- also a Libra. Yeah. so... Terezi's objectively the best character in *Homestuck*, and quite possibly the best character ever written. She's not my favorite character, but that's only personal preference. Objectively, she's the best.
0: Yeah, she's pretty objectively the best. Um, maybe not the best character ever written, but she's really up there. She's good. I always kinda go back to Hester as my favorite character. Hester's
1: really good.
0: Yeah. Maybe not the most complex, but just like she's got such a nice plot line going yeah. for. Her. But um uh Therese is wonderful. And, you know, uh, my fr- uh, my friend Lila and Maggie, who actually, I remember, used to sew God tier outfits.
1: Oh, incredible.
0: Yeah, she used to be really good at cosplay. Not that she isn't anymore, but she doesn't, like, do that stuff anymore, I don't think. Yeah. And then...
1: I e- used to be a cosplayer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then Echo was really into it, too. And then uh, we kind of all... And you, of course.
1: Yes. And everyone... Uh, it had, like, a, a pause, and production slowed down, and eventually it came to like a quote unquote ending, but by then most people had sort of drifted away from it.
0: I certainly did. I was butt deep in superhero comics at that time.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, Few months ago, I reread it, and then you reread it, and then blame her. Yeah, the uh, the epilogues, the sort of final conclusion to the story, I don't that think are they're also dumb. are they done? I i i am of the opinion that we are left on a cliffhanger because the theme of the epilogues is was that Homestuck can never really or it Homestuck can never really end.
0: Yeah. Um, and it can never really keep going either. Yeah,
1: if it keeps going. It's just going to keep...
0: I think this thing, if it keeps going, it's going to fuck up everyone's character.
1: Yeah, it's going to fuck everything up.
0: Yeah. um, Or uh, a a certain man will fuck everything up. Yeah.
1: It also can't actually ever stop and come to a satisfying conclusion, or the characters will be, like, frozen in time and unable to continue being the interesting people they are.
0: The thing is that I really... (laughs) I didn't like what they did with a couple of characters, but as a whole, I really did enjoy the no, epilogue.
1: the epilogues were very good. The epilogues dropped, like, uh, two years after the actual finale. The actual finale left a couple of loose ends. But, like, it of,
0: felt good. And the epilogues felt bad.
1: The, the epilogues felt really good, Violet.
0: No, they felt, like, I enjoyed them, and I enjoyed reading them, but Candy left be, like... Imagine reading Candy first. I,
1: yeah, that would be pretty bad.
0: Yeah, um... So basically, the epilogue just split into two sections. There's obviously the introduction, and then there's candy and meat. Uh, yep. I read candy first, which is all focused on like, um, ca- like character dynamics and, uh, like conversations, and isn't super plot heavy. Whereas meat, which Max read first, yeah. is all plot and
1: all, all, plot, all plot, all actions, all like dramatic twists and turns and death and violence. Yeah, because that's the thing about Homestuck is. And I, I purchased the Homestuck physical-like book copies that have author's yeah. notes. And during one of those author's notes, the author, uh, one Andrew Hussey... yeah, <laughs> um, I love him. But yeah, yeah. one Andrew Hussey uh, writes that Homestuck is like, in tension between these two forces, which he codes as meat and candy. And candy is like character interactions and relationships and that kind of thing, whereas meat is... these huge, impressive visual spectacles and the plot sort of as this crazy series of like nested time loops and all that sort of stuff. The actual mechanisms by which it goes forward and the plot twists and the resolutions of all that stuff. And the violence. Yeah, and the violence. All the blood and... Gore. There's not really much gore. There's just blood. Like if people get cut in half, they just sort of... There's only blood inside of them.
0: Well, I mean, they shouldn't have organs.
1: Why shouldn't they have organs? But am I
0: getting... No, wait, wait, that's skeletons. That's skeletons. <laughs> what,
1: what the fuck? Why wouldn't they have organs?
0: I was thinking bugs don't have organs, but bugs have organs. They just don't have skeletons. Yeah. I was like, don't... don't
1: it's Also, trolls have skeletons.
0: Yeah, but...
1: I believe it's canon. They have skeletons. Yeah, I think it's canon. They have skeletons.
0: Yes. I'm sure someone gets, like, electricity. Yeah, it's,
1: it's canon in the friend sims, which are pretty canon, I think.
0: Yeah, because those, like... They don't really affect the characters you care about at all. Yeah,
1: but so. they do take place on Alternia. I'm like 90% sure they're canon.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a canon.
1: Yeah. There's there's several Homestuck spin-off things now. There's The Friend Sims, there's Hive Swap the Game. We haven't really talked much about what the fuck Homestuck is or is about.
0: Uh, okay, Homestuck is a multimedia webcomic. I think
1: that's Yeah, it is a, a long running, sort of long ironic form. long form. Long running. Ten years now.
0: Reader hostile.
1: Reader hostile. Oh multimedia webcomic. So,
0: it's so reader hostile, dear God.
1: Yeah, it is metatextual. Oh. It's a lot about the characters, you know, dealing with... The, the Yeah, the for- the narrative forces arrayed against them.
0: Yeah, it's, like... Yeah, it's
1: man versus author kind of shit. Yeah,
0: I've seen a lot of it being, like, a lot of... Most of the character's struggles are fighting with who they're going to eventually become. Mm. Like, Dave will eventually become... According to Prophecy, a hero. And a lot of his path is struggling against that. And Riska struggling against who she's supposed to be.
1: Yeah, no, I, I mean, it, it draws from a lot of classics. There's, there's Greek myth in I'm there. I'm
0: not the hero. Yeah. Or I'm not the leader. Uh, yeah. That's exactly what the leader should say.
1: Is, yeah. Uh, a recurring motif. Keep. Lots of recurring motifs. That's like 80% of what Homestuck is. It's Sometimes,
0: just, like, it doesn't even affect the plot or anything. It's just a recurring motif. Yeah,
1: it, it, it straddles the line between in-joke and theme until you can't really tell the difference anymore. Oh,
0: God. And the in-jokes are... Oh, really
1: I warned great. you about stairs, bro. I'm fucking also, I told you, dog. The thing
0: is, that is a theme, eventually. And I know, I know, but it's, uh, it plays into Dave's, like, repression theme. Oh, yeah,
1: the, theme he, he, yeah, he, like, takes off his glasses think, and stares at the sky.
0: Yeah, well, no, I was saying, uh, I warned you about stairs, bro. i uh, like, uh, every sweet bro in Hello Jeff is really telling of Dave's, like, psychological state. Oh, my
1: God, I didn't really you think just, about you've never, that.
0: You've never heard the, uh, uh, like...
1: Are we getting into some sad stuck here? Oh,
0: shut it. It's
1: you, sad stuck time, motherfuckers. Yeah, it's
0: called angst. I'm no, it's enough. called sad stuff. <sighs> um, but uh, no, it's just a uh, I can't believe you've never heard that before. That's like the number one Dave, the, the like Dave I, analysis I, is based I, on the fact that every sleeper on Hello Jeff is, is
1: in some way about was, uh, his it, struggles in yeah. his life. I guess that makes a lot of sense.
0: Because it's the stairs, and at first you, at first, it's just, like, a motif, because, like, yeah. you don't really get what's going on.
1: Yeah, but then he, he climbs yeah. the stairs to have his, like, yeah. ninja battle with his yeah. bro, which is actually just domestic yeah. abuse.
0: And he gets kicked out of it. Yeah. So I warned you about the stairs, bro.
1: Yeah, and again, like, the bro's <laughs> yeah. abuse of Dave is in this, like, ironic way where he's, like, trying to be cool and funny doing it.
0: Yeah. And it's also set up in a way where, like, the plot hasn't really kicked in. There's nothing serious yet.
1: Yeah, but it's also just happening in the background. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's kind of like, oh, uh, like every other character has been having like a silly fight with their parents, like throwing cakes. Um. Well, that was silly. The, yeah. the Rose one is. Um,
1: uh, the Rose one is Rose trying to kill her mother with knitting needles <laughs> while her mother just drinks a martini.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you kind of get how absurd it is. Yeah. It, and then like Jade's is her. shooting a bullet at her grandfather's stuffed corpse
1: yeah her grandfather is a stuffed corpse like that's fucked up but it's also Also, like goofy quick
0: question i i don't understand how he gets into because he shoots something to take care of to help john out yeah very early on and i don't understand how he's alive
1: I, I don't know, Violet. The, now is not the time. I don't have my chalkboard with me. We no, can't map out a know. timeline here. It
0: just, he's the guardian we know the
1: least about. Yeah, he's he, he's the most important one. He's sort of the one behind the scenes who's organizing the other three. Is
0: that what he's supposed to be doing? I thought they were just yeah, kind of chillaxing.
1: No, he, he owns the the Skynet Corporation, so he's... Oh, oh, yeah,
0: that makes sense. He's in
1: contact with... Mom <laughs> Mom them. works for him.
0: Uh, mom meets up with Dad, and... I always got the impression that they like met when they were younger too.
1: I, uh, I believe they did meet when they were younger. I think younger that's kind of point. fan, yeah. but
0: I don't think that's. Why really... are
1: you talking about the guardians? Okay, this I'm like sorry. In, this is Homestuck minutia. There is so much okay, minutia we'll you can talk about it for years. Well,
0: shut up about the yeah. guardians. I'm sorry. Just my. Uh... This is yeah. a free form podcast?
1: I know this is a free farm podcast, but this will be a fucking twelve hour podcast. Yes. Sorry, can
0: we swear on this podcast? Yes, we can absolutely swear on this
1: podcast. Shit, okay. Yeah, I had Emrys on, so Okay.
0: We can swear on this podcast.
1: Okay, so we're using his real name. <laughs> oh yes. Emrys, you're on Blast.
0: Well, I mean um I forget if I've used my name. I mean, I, we didn't drop any last names. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um it's Joe. Uh but yeah, um, uh you're my second guest. Yes. Hope you feel great about that. Uh, if I um a lot, it's been a long day. I'm just tired. No, no, no It's fine. Okay, so we are going to talk about I figure let's start with the okay, it's twelve plus eight, so twenty, um main ish, central themat. Not central themat, just
1: main characters.
0: No, some of the
1: cast.
0: The cast, the cast. Let's go with the cast.
1: The central cast, and then there are a bunch of people in the background. Yeah.
0: Well, a bunch of the central cast is like minor characters. I was just thinking, yeah, four kids, four kids, twelve trolls.
1: Yes. Okay. Players. so. Yes, players. The the players of the game.
0: Okay, let's start with our.
1: Four. Which is the main narrative conceit of Homestuck.
0: Let's start with our main four
1: characters. Okay. Step one. John, John Egbert. Egbert. A young man stands in his okay. bedroom.
0: The thing about John Egbert is that he's. Undeniably likable, but in a way where you don't really start getting really excited about him until like a little bit in.
1: He's a doofus.
0: Yeah, he's kind of like, he's just a weird nerd.
1: He's a likable doofus.
0: Yeah, he likes bad movies, and he hates, like, Betty Crocker, fake mix, TM, and he, like, wants to vaguely be a magician or, like, a prankster. Well,
1: that's that's one of the things about John, is he starts out with a series of defined interests. All the characters are introduced with a series of defined interests. Yes, folded. Yeah, and John sort of loses interest over time because John's arc is... John's depression. arc. Yeah, John's arc has two features. He is the protagonist. He has depression.
0: Yeah. Um, those are the main two arcs. Um, yes. The forces of his arc are... And, I mean, John is really... I think John's depression is something I'm glad I got into in the epilogues, because it was definitely in the main plot. Yeah, you
1: start to see it intrude as it goes on.
0: Yeah, but also, um, he's able to keep going, but he's... Like, like could... <sighs> It never stops him from, like, continuing the plot because he's the protagonist, but it stops him from, you know, like, being happy. Yeah,
1: and, and once they get out of this sort of game world where the plot is about all these uh, game constructs yes. and fighting these monsters and villains and stuff, and he has to go into a, sort of a real life in one of the epilogues, Yeah, that's when it really starts to show.
0: Yeah, and, it, you know, it kind of takes – their at first it's like, okay, 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 and then he's like – 40 and like hoping to have an extramarital affair with the space alien and uh i love his son
1: yeah I john's son harry andrew we're talking about the epilogues which are a very small fraction of the actual content of homestuck it's just what's like, they're just the most recent
0: yeah it's just what's playing around in my brain
1: Yeah, for, for the majority of homestuck john is 13 to 16 he only yes. gets 40 at the very end yeah
0: it was just so weird like what do you mean he's 40 he's
1: 40 years old
0: yeah um which is a lot it's a lot to take in but john egbert god i think i think the part that made me really love him and i think it's with everybody is when he starts getting his retcon powers Which is, uh, I think, ends up being described as, like, very, very loose time control.
1: Yeah, because there is time travel in the comic. Characters' time travel, but they're bound by time loops. They all have to complete the the, the loop, the actions. Or doom the world they're in. Yeah, or... They can obviously choose not to complete the loop, but that will create what's called a doomed timeline in which everyone is guaranteed to die within a certain amount of time. Yeah, which is... Which is fucked up and a cool narrative construct yeah, it's, because we see down these paths yeah. sometimes and you can do some compelling stuff that then gets sort of erased and you follow yeah. the main canon.
0: Okay, I'm going to sh- There's a very uh, important... Not important, but there's a character who really gets into that doomed timeline stuff, but I think it's very telling that our... Our original timeline is doomed.
1: Yeah, the original timeline is doomed, doomed, yeah, by the narrative. Yeah. And everyone pretty much ends up dying. And John gains the power to go back through the comic and actually edit events and actually change yeah. the future, which you can't do
0: as a uh, as ta- an
1: actual time traveler.
0: Yeah.
1: Because th- we do have an actual time traveler on the cast. Yes.
0: Um, part two. Part two.
1: Dave Strider.
0: Okay, um...
1: He's a cool kid.
0: I unfortunately come off as a Striders fan, and I try to appreciate every character, but I really Listen, am a Striders fan. Listen, you like who
1: you like. It's yeah. fine.
0: Um, Dave is a funky little man, and I love him.
1: He's incredibly funky. He's he's a cool kid. Yeah. He's ironically detached at 13. <laughs> he is... wears shades that he got from Ben Stiller. Oh,
0: no, he got them from John, but they did yes. touch Ben Stiller's yes. beard, kind weird kind of... weird sort of God, God face God. at some point. Yeah, uh, which is a lovely little detail. Yes. Um... Uh, and uh, oh, also every kid, I love this, has eyes that, like, match their thematic color. So John's, it's chill because, like, you can see them.
1: John has blue eyes. John has blue Dave eyes. Dave has uh, red, red, red eyes. eyes. Which
0: is so cool.
1: Yeah. He's got some funky, funky yeah. shit going on there.
0: And he does a lot of Doom timeline things because he's the time player. Um, he's the knight of time, whereas John is the heir of
1: breath. Yeah, so a lot of what he does is he has to see versions of himself from the future who died come back. And they'll end up dying. Yeah. So there's just a lot of corpses of him lying around. And it really fucks him up. Like, A, he's third. This kid is 13. Yeah, he's 13. He's 13. He's barely 13. He just turned 13. He just turned 13.
0: Not to the extent that John had just turned 13. Yeah. But I don't think yeah. he's been half a year
1: into being 13. Yeah.
0: Uh, B, yes. uh, uh, there's this great line which Terezi, who is kind of his patron troll, the one he talks to the most, says a lot, which is, "Uh, time is dead. And not Time is Dead Kids, sorry. That's time accurate. is Dead Daves? Uh, dead Daves are the enemy.
1: Dead Daves are the enemy, yes.
0: I just got to mix up with that Yeah, which, which,
1: when you see more Dead Daves start to show up, that means something has gone wrong. Yeah. That means the timeline you're in is probably doomed. Yeah. Because there's a bunch of time travelers fucking up.
0: Yeah. And um, I suppose Time is Dead Kids also applies to Time as the asp- as the game aspect.
1: Leads to Dead, dead Kids. Kids. Yes, yeah, because they all have thematic aspects. John's yeah. is Breath. Yeah which deals with, like, freedom and stuff. Dave's is time, which deals with, like, fate and also does let you time travel. Um, uh, And Dave has, we already talked about Dave's uh, sort of abusive older brother.
0: His arc is mainly, like, dealing with repressed feelings.
1: Yeah, because Dave, uh, let's be clear here, Dave is uh, gay.
0: Yeah, um, there's this great line in the epilogue, which is, Mr. President, I think I'm gay.
1: Yes, Dave talks to Obama, who is canon.
0: I'm convinced that's Dirk. I'm sorry, I'm still convinced that's Dirk.
1: You can't tell me that's not Obama.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. It may be Obama, it may not be Obama. Yeah. I'm just saying that's not a hope. Pa- what he did is exactly what a Prince of
1: Heart can do. Yeah, no, exactly. It's probably dark, but it's also Obama.
0: Yeah, Dave, Dave idolizes Obama because his world ended in 2009.
1: Yes, yes. The kids start to play a game in 2009, which causes the apocalypse. Yeah. And the world ends.
0: Oh, the the comic is so entrenched in the time it's in.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it's very early two thousands. Which is lovely.
0: Out. Which yeah. is lovely. It's,
1: it's lovely. It's very lovely. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, Rose. Rose, 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 Rose is precocious. She uses a lot of big words. She's uppity. She writes a lot about like Wizards magic and, and doom. eldritch gods and the like.
0: Yeah. Um. She, uh, lives in this fancy house in like
1: upstate in New, New York. York.
0: Uh, and her thing is, like, she's convinced she's having this, like, deep psychological battle with her mom, because she's an aspiring yeah. psychiatrist.
1: No, but her mom, it, yeah, yeah, she she is a self-taught 13-year-old psychiatrist. <laughs> she doesn't actually know anything. She just read a Wikipedia article about Freud. Once.
0: No, it's confirmed that they just read Wikipedia. Yeah, they
1: just read Wikipedia. <laughs> That's all they do. I love her. For oh their gosh, interests oh and yeah, God. yeah, she's having this exaggerated psychological battle
0: with her mother. With her mother, who's but just her, nice there. Yeah, her
1: mother is just nice, but also an alcoholic.
0: Yes, like uh, and very rich, so you can kind of see the ex, like the extravagant gifts, kind
1: yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Her mother gives extravagant gifts, and Rose is convinced this is some sort of ironic, like, dig at her.
0: But it's not.
1: It's not. It's not. Your mom loves you, Rose. She just doesn't know yeah. how to show it. <laughs>
0: I rock okay so um uh the guardians end up i, I, I haven't don't, gotten to
1: jade yet
0: i was just gonna mention something about the outfit later but, but yeah. we have
1: to do this in some this is not a freeform podcast yeah. anymore we're doing this in an order
0: yeah i mean it's not that freeform yeah. yeah uh we gotta talk about um jade jade who's jade j- is the best she has a lot of interest and she's yeah. very smart
1: yeah but and she's cheerful goofy. and angry. Yeah, she's goofy and cheerful and angry. Yeah. yeah she alternates sort of between right. being, you know, very cheerful, very like, yeah, she hey, what are we doing today? Yeah, she feels a lot. And she is lonely. That's, oh, oh. that's her main character trait. <laughs> Which is She was yeah, raised by funny. her grandfather up to maybe like age two? I think it's
0: three if it three. patterns with Jake's life. Yeah,
1: yeah. her grandfather raised her up to about age three, and yeah. then he died. And did she stuff his corpse himself, Herself? Um, I believe yes, I believe she did. <laughs> Maybe not at three, then, but like probably but, five or six.
0: But where did she put the body?
1: What? Where did she put the body? I
0: guess Beck could have like predicted yeah. it.
1: Yes, she she has she lives alone on an island with a dog who is also sort of an immortal,
0: being.
1: godlike being. Yeah. Uh,
0: her dog Beck is absurdly powerful. He loves radi- radiated state. Yeah. <laughs> and he is good dog, best friend. He's a
1: good dog. He is best friend. Um, and she, her whole deal is being alone, and
0: um, you know, like she has
1: it, these
0: it, prophetic it, dreams. Yeah, she
1: has prophetic dreams, and she at some point fuses with her dog, becomes a furry.
0: Well, she was a furry all
1: along. She but... she was a furry all along, but she actually becomes part dog.
0: To quote um, uh, optimistic Duelist, every character in like is a furry.
1: Yes. Yeah, we should also mention, yeah, the Homestuck Fandom, big, cool. Listen to the Perfectly Generic Podcast. They do this a lot better than we do over there.
0: Uh, I've never listened, but I probably should. You
1: should check it out. It's a good podcast.
0: I'm listening to, like, I just finished that Cuba History one,
1: actually. Yeah.
0: But uh, shout out
1: to. Yeah, shout out to Kate Mitchell and the Perfectly Generic Podcast, the greatest podcast on earth. And then the greatest... No, no, no. Mike Dicta is the greatest podcast on Earth, but it is sadly dead. It's uh, so the perfectly generic podcast we'll have to do. Yeah, there
0: are a lot of good podcasts out there. Yeah. Um, but what was I saying?
1: Uh, Jade. Jade, Jade. Uh, Jade? She becomes extraordinarily powerful. She becomes... Every character becomes, like, a minor god, but Jade basically becomes a full... She has, like... At one
0: point like full matter control?
1: Yeah, she 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 shrinks several planets down to the size of like bowling balls. Yeah. Or Uh, smaller.
0: Yeah. And just brings them with
1: her. She like zooms people between universes.
0: Um she can like teleport anywhere. She can teleport anything anywhere. Except No, wait, can't she teleport herself?
1: Uh, she cannot uh no, the, the only, there's like very special scenarios into which she cannot teleport, and yeah. that's where they end up for a lot of time, just because they have to
0: travel for three years to get to a different universe.
1: Yeah, she can't teleport people between universes, but besides that, oh no, she can't teleport herself between universes, she can teleport she other people between universes. So she, she is very powerful.
0: Yeah, she offers yes. to let John.
1: um... She, yeah, she offers to do that, and... Again, that's that's very interesting. She can she can send people somewhere, but she, can, she can't send herself. She yeah. she would be alone. Loneliness is her big thing. <sighs> yep. I love her
0: so much love so much.
1: Stem Some rights
0: Jane Harley. Jane, Jane, Jane Harley. I'm sorry. Jane,
1: Jane Harley. Harley.
0: <laughs> I get tongue tied. All yeah. the names are the same.
1: Yeah, all the names are the same.
0: She's stem rights.
1: Stem rights. Okay, okay, okay. Do we want to do a uh, troll, troll lightning round except pausing for the ones that matter? Yeah. Uh, okay. Carcat. No, he must spectrum order. He must
0: spectrum
1: no. order. Yeah, so Carcat. No! Carcat is I go between...
0: In, I go in color order.
1: Karkat is between...
0: Uh, I call that one ne- Zodi ne- Nepeta and Kanaeum.
1: Yeah, Karkat is between Nepeta and Kanaeum. I heard, to be honest. Well, yeah, but Karkat is a mutant limeblood, yeah. so he, he fits right yeah. there. Okay, Aradia. I love Aradia. The, the trolls are based on Zodiac symbols, and they live on a planet where your... Uh, cast cast is determined blood. by the color in of your, your blood. blood.
0: And Aradia is bottom of the barrel. Aradia is
1: the bottom of the barrel. She is... Uh, she spends most of the time as a ghost.
0: Or a robot or a sprite.
1: Yeah, and she's... Fairly emotionless and basically serves the whims of, of
0: something else. Something she, else. She can't control her own destiny, and then when she gets the chance to,
1: yeah, she. Oh, she, I
0: love her so much.
1: She, yeah, she finally sort of awakens. Yeah. And she decides things for herself, and she's yes. very cheerful and a little bit morbid about and things. She's very
0: creepy, I She's that. very
1: creepy, but also very likable. Yeah, she's,
0: she's, like, she's nice. She's
1: got a big smile on her face, yeah. and she's like, let's have a funeral.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's this there's this very iconic panel of her smiling, uh, this huge smile, and the just it's just one bit of text that says, I just kind of want to see what happens when it all breaks apart.
1: Yeah, no, she's great. I love her idea.
0: And uh, she also has a great, uh, A, she's really good. I find that I got refreshed whenever she started talking. Once her text became red, or not red, but once she uh,
1: once she became became alive,
0: alive, because she very
1: much alive and intended intended to to stay stay that that way. way,
0: Because she really like, because there was this whole plot thing where you couldn't exactly tell what was going on, and then there's like she immediately tells you what's going on and what's going to happen, which was refreshing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. All right. So Terus, um, he's uh, in a wheelchair. He doesn't have much self confidence. He doesn't deserve a lot of the bad things that happen to him, sure. but other than that, he's not a super interesting character. I
0: like that he eventually wins. Yeah, well, not wins,
1: like he, he gets he uh what do you call it? He gets some good hits in though. Yeah. On the final boss, he gets a few good hits in.
0: And he also gets the ghost army together.
1: Yeah, he gets the ghost army together, and they collectively get a few good hits in. Yeah. Which oh. is important. Yeah. He, he's important. Yeah. But he's valid. He's 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 valid. He's more fine. valid
0: than some other trolls.
1: Yeah. He's valid. He's fine. He's not particularly no, like interesting, things.
0: though. Yeah. Uh,
1: on to... Uh, Salix. Salix is bipolar. Salix is bipolar and sort of is running with it to an extreme <laughs> level where he sort of has a gimmick where everything Wait. happens in twos. Cause he's a
0: Gemini too. Yeah, he's a
1: Gemini. And he he's has a like,
0: red and blue psychic.
1: Yeah, he's psychic. Um. Yeah. He. He's again. He's he's one of the more background guys. Yeah. He's a hacker. And, he, you know, he's, he's funny. He's he, likable. I really like yeah, him. He
0: lives a while, but he doesn't do much.
1: It's, I mean, he does a lot. He doesn't do a lot, like, relationships-wise. But he's yeah, the one who gets the game out of the ruins. Yeah. He's the one who... Like, Start, he, he dies and then wakes up again.
0: Yeah, because... Everything he's in, two, so he has, like, two yeah. alternate selves, and he's half alive yeah. um, at one point. We
1: can't talk about dream selves. There's a lot of sort of weird mechanical things yeah. in this universe. We just can't talk about them because this would be, again, a 12-hour podcast. Yes. Um, okay, okay. Next troll is... It is Nepeta. It's Nepeta. I Nepeda. always forget how
0: lo- yes. sweet, perfect Nepeta.
1: Yeah. yeah, dear, sweet, precious, Innocent. beautiful <laughs> Nepeta, or whatever you say. She's, she's a furry. Yeah. She's very sweet. She her her she,
0: ca- her character arc is like being not character arc but like her big thing is like it's kind of fun when you switch to her because all the other characters in the section are like mean yeah. and dishonest. Yeah.
1: she's she's nice. She has a cute relationship with another troll who we haven't gotten gotten to yet. Coward. K- what? No,
0: I'm calling the other troll a coward. Uh,
1: he's a cow. Yes, he is a coward or a <gasps> pervert. One of the he two. He You can vault. be vault. He is a cowardly pervert, but. They have a, a, a cute it's relationship. A cute yeah, it's yeah. a very cute dynamic where he's sort of like, he doesn't really have any power over her, but he, like, tries to boss her around yeah. anyway, and they end up just sort of being like, yes, no, yes, yeah. no, yes, no, a lot. Uh, it's really, it's, uh, like. Uh, it's very cute. Yeah. Yeah, and then he dies sadly, which we will discuss when we get to him.
0: Uh, yeah, Um. Uh, Nepheta also dies pretty sadly. Yeah, oh, yes,
1: Nepheta also dies pretty sadly. She gets some good hits in them.
0: Yeah. We'll talk about Tavros's death when
1: we get to Briscoe. We'll talk about Tavros's death when we get to Brisket.
0: Like, dude, I know. We'll
1: talk about everything when like, we get to Brisket. Dude,
0: I know that's your arc. Like, I know it's your death, but it's Brisket's arc. Yeah.
1: Um, Carcat then. Yes, Carcat is uh, he's our main troll. He's the John of the trolls. He is. He's angry, angry at everything, mostly himself.
0: Absolutely, mostly himself. He, he
1: goes on these long rants with, like, you know, the type the creative swears that people yeah. used a while ago before everyone started talking. Like Dave.
0: Where we start saying shit like Stan. And
1: Stan. Yeah. Go he, off. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: He has these, oh God, they're, they're kind of a pain to read. I'm sorry. No,
1: they rule. They're the best part no, of no, them. they
0: really funny, but I swear to God, I keep getting so confused reading them. Yeah, he yeah. has these long form conversations with future and past versions of himself. I love the one, like, I isn't that fun? Point. Was there three of him talking?
1: Uh, yes, there, there are one conversations that, that featured three with. of him. Yes, he spends a lot of time yelling at himself and making it obvious to everyone but him what his specific yes. emotional hangups are.
0: Yeah, um, one of which is the romance.
1: The romance.
0: We have to talk about troll romance.
1: We have to talk about troll... Okay, trolls have four types of romance. romance. Standard romantic love, a sort of, like, weird sexual hatred nemesis thing. Yeah. Then they have a sort of a conciliatory thing, which is a non-sexual, but still considered romance by trolls.
0: Where you just, like friends you, who mellow each other
1: out yeah you mellow each other out and then they have one where you interfere between two people who wants to have hate sex but it would destroy the world yeah or be very destructive to them it's called the quadrant system i mean just fucking yeah. go to the homestuck wiki
0: well i feel like that I, I didn't need to talk more about that i just feel like if we're gonna talk about carcat yeah
1: if we're gonna talk about carcat carcat loves rom. Com- yes he loves
0: rom-coms he is also troll gay.
1: He's troll gay, which means he doesn't really
0: fit into fit
1: into the, any of the yes. specific quadrants.
0: Um, he's a really valid man.
1: He's super valid. He and Dave uh, are. <laughs> it's canon. Man. Yes, they take so long to confess to each so other.
0: Long, but it's such a perfect scene. Yeah, again. look, I think that's the perfect way to get the reader to have, like. If not empathize, relate to Dirk in that situation, yeah. just being like, "Oh, come fuck. on, you nerds, you dorks, because just fuck." And the like Dirk has at one point control of the narrative. We don't even know who Dirk is okay. yet. This it's a free form podcast, but this man has controlled the narrative, and he gets re- he's trying to get these two to like smooch or kiss or fuck for the like because they obviously have feelings for each other, and he's just nobody wants to do it, and he's just like. Come on! It makes a feeling! Yeah. yeah, yeah um,
1: it's very good. Okay. Carcat. he's the leader. He hates himself. And nobody really listens to him for a long time, but he is actually integral in leading the team yeah. to their final victory.
0: And he is kind of integral to get... I think they described how, like, he and Vriska were both integral in getting people to work together. We'll yeah. Get to Friska, But because Carcat, I mean, Everyone just wanted him to shut up, so they yeah. eventually just what he said. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah he yeah, just bullied people into like, following his orders. Yes. Okay. Kanaya. <sighs> Kanaya's very good. Much. She deals a lot with uh, motherhood. Yeah. She's also gay.
0: Yeah. Like uh, Kanaya Marion. Yes.
1: Trolls don't generally
0: like
1: not, think about gender in their yeah. romance. They just think about romance whoever. Yeah. is very specifically gay. She yes. only likes women. Yeah. She's she uh, has a very... Most of what we see her doing is flirt with Rose. Yeah. She, or uh,
0: flirt with Riska.
1: Yes, yes, or flirt with Riska. But she's not great at flirting yeah. with Riska, but she's very good at flirting with Rose. Oh, yeah. they so cute
0: together. I, yeah.
1: I, I love her because she, she talks so formally that she, like, loses herself halfway through the sentence yes. with her, like, weird yeah, grammatical like, alleyways.
0: I... Yeah. And then she's also... She's so valid because she's uh, she's also willing to to wreck shop.
1: Yeah, no, she has uh, she has a, a chainsaw. It's a duality. It's the two real yes. parts of her character. She has a tube of lipstick Dick. that inexplicably turns into a chainsaw when no one is looking. Yes. And she alternately is like applying lipstick yes. and being sort of very like feminine and motherly yes. and like trying to mother other characters, yes. or she pulls out the chainsaw and she just chops yes. bad people in half. Mother.
0: Yes. Um, I've actually seen something that I really like, which was uh, Kanaya's use of black lipstick and to uh, the fact of her being
1: trans. Uh, um, in tr- oh, oh, yes. Uh, I, I mean, Kaniya, uh, like, sh- she I has mean, this weird relationship with motherhood where, like, he, she doesn't have it for a very long time. Like,
0: yeah. she
1: is in charge of, because trolls are like weird insect people. They yeah. don't have, like, babies. They collectively have, like, a mother grub. Yeah. And so Kanai is in charge of keeping or t- trying to resurrect the mother grub that died. Yeah. And so, yeah, I've heard a lot of people say that she has like sort of a weird trans, not weird, but like a
0: yeah, trans would, implication yeah. that
1: like she's, she's very feminine, very motherly, but yeah. sort of lacks something yeah. in that. And she finally achieves it.
0: Roxy gives her a <laughs> side.
1: Yes, Roxy gives Kanai a bottle of Um
0: But I saw something about the lipstick, which is, uh, I'm pretty sure female uh, trolls tr- have naturally black lips.
1: Yes, well, all, all, all trolls have naturally black yes. lips, I think. But female yeah. trolls are drawn with lips.
0: Yeah. So the and- idea of her using, she has this line that's like, "Uh, your lips, bl- your lips can always be blacker." Yeah. So, uh, she's got a green and black, and the implication, not the implication, but the idea is that that plays into like a trans narrative with Kanaya. Yeah. Which
1: I, Intrigue. I mean, listen, she she acts. I mean, exactly. obviously there's no one yeah. way to act trans, but she's like cool, and so that's yeah. I count Claims. that. Claims. Okay. We're we're in the fucking we're in the, the cool girl zone. Oh. Uh, a radio a radio was cool, but now we are in the the fucking triumvirate of, of cool girls. girls. Because next we got Terezzi.
0: Yes,
1: yes. Stan Terezi. Terezi. fucking Stan Terezi. Terezzi is Terezzi is Catholic. That's <laughs> next- <laughs> <laughs>
0: primary character trait, the guilt, no. the hollowness.
1: Yes, yes. Teresi is De- Catholic. De- yes, her, Teresi has, deals a lot with guilt. She, no, she's, her primary theme is actually justice. She's, yes. like, lawyer-based. Yeah. She is blind, but sees through her nose. Yeah. Because, you know, it's a goofy yeah, comic. Yeah,
0: it's a goofy comic. For all that we're talking about, it's a very goofy it's comic. It's incredibly
1: goofy. Um, But she's blind... And but she's like kind of zen about it, and also she's not actually blind. She can fucking see. She just can't use her eyes to do it. Yeah. Um uh,
0: she's very nefarious. She's she's, very, she's a little tricky.
1: She's a little bit tricky, yes.
0: Um I love her. So
1: yeah. And again, she she's all about justice.
0: And who deserves it. Who deserves
1: like... justice. But she's also a thirteen-year-old.
0: Yes.
1: And she, she was raised on Alternia, which if You Can't Tell is a pretty violent, fucked up world.
0: It's so, it's goddamn, it's really violent. And she was kind of raised isolated from most of that for a while.
1: Yeah. Well she, <gasps>
0: more isolated than other characters.
1: Yeah, it? more isolated than other characters. And so, yeah, she she thinks about justice a lot. She's, she's very, like, you imagine her talking in a very loud, grating voice. Yes. Which and is,
0: actually, she loves to yeah. draw
1: on things with chalk. She loves to stage uh, mock...
0: Trials, trials with, with her, her stuffed f- animals,
1: yeah. which she always ends up hanging. Yeah. Because she's a very morbid person.
0: And she has a um a motif which is she's got a two-sided coin, but instead of being like,
1: both sides are a face. Yeah. One side is just a fucked up face.
0: Well, that's that's the that's two face. Yeah, it's yeah. the two-sided coin. Yeah. One-sided coin, shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But her motif is that it doesn't matter when it lands. What the yeah. Way, because she's always locked into two choices, yeah. and she'll already have made. And it's either there are two universes where those that choice happens, and she always knows what choice is, like, not going to doom them. Yeah. Um, so she, the choice has already been made. Yeah, yeah.
1: The, the coin itself does not matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter which side it falls on. The events are going to yeah. play out according to her previously conceived plan. She's in control of the situation a lot.
0: Which is a great motif, but we're not getting to her just yet. But the lock- centered character yes, we're about to Yes,
1: the lock centered character we're about to fucking talk about, who is Therese's girlfriend.
0: <laughs> Love is real.
1: Love is real. They spend the whole ass comic not getting together. And the last thing either of them do is, like, get back into contact with each other, but we don't see the conversation.
0: Honestly, I'm happy we don't see the conversation. I'm happy we
1: don't see the conversation.
0: No, just because you see them smiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm happy with this.
1: Yeah, okay. So, fuck it. it, uh, Teresi is the greatest character uh, in Homestuck.
0: And we gotta get to someone's personal favorite. Yes, but
1: my personal, personal favorite.
0: I'm an apologist for her.
1: Yes, it's motherfucking Vriska. The huge bitch. Blah, 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 blah. So Vriska, raised from a young age by a gigantic spider that demands it feeds her the corpses of children.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just, I mean, I I know these facts.
1: So she gets into a very brutal game of uh, essentially Dungeons and Dragons, but you die for real. Live
0: action role playing.
1: Live action, yeah, LARP, but you die for real. With Terezi. Yeah. Terezi, who's like trying to help her out, trying to set her on essentially a path of only killing
0: Uh, the unjust,
1: Yeah. yeah only killing just people, who deserve, it. people yeah. who deserve it. And Vriska, of course, doesn't care. She's like, I need to feed corpses to this spider, Spider, or the spider will eat me. Yeah. And Vriska, at this point, is like, maybe Tam.
0: Oh, absolutely. Which is, And they also play with uh, Aradia and Tavros.
1: Aradia and Tavros. And if you wonder why Aradia is a dead ghost and Tavros is paralyzed from the waist down, Vriska. Uh, Vriska. There's this one
0: wonderful, I say, I love, I love it narratively. It's it it it's best for it, every yeah. character involved. It's called make her pay.
1: Make her pay. It's the central arc of like a, a huge section of the comic, yeah. and it goes like this. this. Okay, Vriska, who sort of has a weird like not really crush on Tavros, but like yeah. thinks he's lame and weak, and in, like, the harsh society of Alternia, it's her job to...
0: Make him powerful. Make
1: him strong by fucking with him, essentially, by putting challenges in his way, and, like, if he doesn't... Putting trials, more like If he doesn't pass, she's, like, you know, dole out some punishment. So she plays with him. And she forces him
0: to play on his own by distracting a radio with something, which we'll get to in a second.
1: And, oh, by the way, this is all being orchestrated by a... A man who lives on the Yeah, an omnipotent sort of fantasy creature who's like very creepy. Dark Scratch, a mix. Dark Scratch.
0: He's he's, he's a mix of like four of the worst characters. Yeah,
1: he's a composite of several characters. We find out later. But he's he's, manipulative. He's manipulative and he's really driving all of these characters to their worst. Yeah. Especially Riska. So, Riska throws Tavros off a cliff. He is paralyzed from the waist down. Aradia, who is Tabros's friend, uses her powers to summon a series of ghosts of people Brisca has killed into Brisca's room. Briska, yeah. who has mind control powers, uses her powers to, to use Solix's powers to kill Aradia. And then, Terezi, Terezi, Terezi who is very horrified interested in justice, by this decides, okay, I can't work with Brisca anymore, this, is, this has gone too far. And so Terezi informs the omnipotent moon man... That uh, Vriska has yes. stolen an artifact of his, and he's using it to th- learn secrets about the universe. And so the Omnipotent Moon Man, Doc Scratch, blows the artifact up, destroying one of Vriska's eyes and her arm. Yeah. Uh,
0: the eye that allows her special
1: seeing powers. Yes. And then okay. Vriska uses her mind control powers to mind control Tavros, he uses his mind control powers to mind control a dragon that Terezi's mind is connected to, and then makes Terezi stare at the sun. And Terezi goes this blind. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And then Aradia, as a robot, fucking beats the shit out of Riska.
0: <gasps> Not to be rude, but that was bizarre.
1: no, no, that yeah, that
0: was such a good scene. That
1: was so good. And the which
0: played just to Briska's death, which yes. is intense. Yeah, Briska R-
1: dies. Briska fucking dies. But Riska the way that she dies, she dies sort of like Aslan in the Chronicles of Narnia, where she has a specific table that she'll die on, and then she'll come back as a god. Yeah, which is what all
0: the um, everyone has to do to like level up to a god. Here. they have yeah. to die. On this specific place And Briska yeah. And so
1: Briska is nearly dead She's controlling Tavros's mind To get him to bring her here And then she tries to make him kill her
0: But she I think the thing is she she can't she,
1: No, she decides not to force him She could control his mind But again, she's obsessed yes. with making him strong So that he is able to, you know, survive And yes. stand up And stand up <laughs> He's in a Wheelchair. I know, um, but she would. She would absolutely, absolutely no. That. She's 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 a piece of shit. She's I very know. rude. Yeah, yeah, and so she's just using mind control to make his yeah. hands write right. her words, words in his blood. blood.
0: Well, her blood at first. Her
1: blood, then his blood. Because
0: I thought the implication was that he's writing so hard with his finger. Oh yeah, that that, it, that he's just bleeding.
1: Yeah, and so you you get just these
0: these messed up panels of like. Oh. Yeah, blue and slowly mixing with um brown because that's yeah, that and Briska's
1: just like kill me, kill me, kill me. I don't want to bleed to death. Like yeah. it's just it's fucking wrong. Yeah, um, it's fucking wrong. It's also messed up because she the
0: more upset she gets, the more eights she puts into her conversation. Yeah, her yeah characters have
1: typing quirks. Yes. Yeah.
0: So at 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 one point he's just writing A. But you know what it means. You know what it means. You've been slowly watching it dissolve and it's messed up.
1: Yeah, it it's fucked up. It's brutal. It's one of my favorite scenes.
0: Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. It rules, it kicks out.
0: Obviously, clinic loving your favorite
1: character. Yeah, and then Briska, uh the rest of the comic is sort of spent fighting for narrative relevance. She wants to be. Important. Important. She wants to be the hero. And there's several s- circumstances in which she is cut off from that. And immediately she, like, she mellows out.
0: Yeah.
1: She stops being such a huge bitch and she starts to actually, like, think about her life. But while she's constantly questing for narrative relevance, she's sort of denied character development. Yeah. Well, she gets some, but she's denied, like, getting at the core of what her issues are.
0: Which is candy mean. Yeah. Narrative relevance or character development.
1: I guess yeah, that is pretty much the dichotomy there. Uh,
0: except for some things that happen in Candy, where characters don't develop like they should. But
1: yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah, whatever. yeah. So Briska. Ah, uh, bottom line, uh, she rules. I uh She her. did nothing wrong, she's, despite all of the things I've just told you. She's done
0: a lot of things wrong, but I'm an apologist. I don't necessarily stand her though.
1: I'm a stand. I don't apologize. I think for she's her. cool. Why about I apologize for Briska? She's done nothing wrong.
0: That's, you know what that quote was originally
1: about, but we're not. Gonna yes, talk about fucking. Do you care about Sasuke or Briska <gasps> more? Sasuke. You like so- Okay, fine. I'll see you that. I'm there. sorry. I'm no, sorry. No, it's fine. But um, okay. So whatever, what fucking idiot is up next? <laughs> it's Echulus. He's a sweaty horse racist that sucks, he's and a he gets choked bottom. out by a, he, he gets choked out by a clown. He gets a boner and dies. You are supposed to protect Nephita, you idiots.
0: That's all that needs. That's to all be- that he yeah. does. He's like Nephi is like caretaker,
1: yeah. and they have this sort of sweet relationship. Yeah. and then he
0: he uh gets a sweaty horse boner and dies.
1: Yeah, because he's he's very much into the planet's caste system. He
0: he's very much into it. Yeah, yeah,
1: he's. he's he, He's fucking sexually into pretty much any power dynamic that could possibly exist, no matter who has power or not. Yeah, Um, but anyway, he ultimately
0: chooses
1: to obey his superior over protecting his his pal. His pal, who is inferior on the the hierarchy, which we do
0: not realize—well, he does not realize at the time—is watching him be murdered through the grades.
1: Yeah, and he fucking gets a creepy. Blush on his face, and he's like smiling. Sweat. Yeah, yeah. And he, he, hes yeah. like really sweaty. He's gross. He stocks his house with horse pornography. Not not uh, actual horse pornography. I can't like
0: critique fur, fu- I mean, furry I pornography. I, I don't like it, but I don't think that's the worst trait about him.
1: <laughs> it's his most reader hostile trait.
0: <laughs> You're right. Reader
1: hostility an important element yes, to Homestuck. It's
0: so hostile. There's so much like long conversations with colors that are either the same. Or clash horribly.
1: Yeah, you get like yeah, br- just bright flashing colors. Yeah, like if you have epilepsy, like this make it is, for you. By the book, if you have epilepsy, you you're gonna yeah. have to like. I, there's probably a version of yeah. Homestuck out there that.
0: There's a the that's adult made safe. Writes only in white.
1: So you have to highlight his text to read it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so it's refreshing to see characters that type in like gray or dark
1: blue. You yeah. Know.
0: Conversations between characters whose colors kind of match instead of clash.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Gamzee. Gamzee is, is a he. He. He's, he's, he's a noble, but he's also a juggalo. Yeah. He's,
0: he's kind of like a burnout stoner juggalo.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He is a burnout of the nobility, and Equius yeah. like obeys him, but also kind of thinks he's Terrible. not fulfilling a station, and Equius yeah. sort of gets off on the whole part of it.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Equius just gets yeah. off in every conversation, regardless of whether anything actually that
0: You're right. is
1: sexual is There's happening. There's a
0: conversation he has at one point that's like, tell me what to do. No, tell me what to do. No, tell yeah.
1: me what to do. Equius a- maneuvers every conversation into a conversation he can get off to. Which
0: is absolutely perfect with what happens uh, to him later, because um, he dies, but his body gets...
1: Uh, fused with. with a robot version of a character we haven't talked about yet, whose name is Dirk, who, who is I, Violet's favorite character. Uh, I just used your real name, sorry. Don't
0: worry, it's still. Yeah. I'm sure I've used mine. I'm sure Emmer's used mine.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, God. We're not talking about him right now. But well,
1: yeah, it's, it's not Dirk time. Gamzee
0: right? later becomes... Gamzee ends up orchestrating a lot of murder. Uh, yeah,
1: G- Gamzee goes bad. He, he I, makes contact with Doc Scratch. He... Realizes his religion which is based on an insane Satan clan posse is real and that it's like he, he like makes contact with essentially an agent of his gods Yeah, and he is instructed to Kill and kill he does.
0: Yep. He murks Equius Nepeta. Yes. Meanwhile, Teresi thinks uh, Those deaths Were caused by risk.
1: Yes, risk does kill Tavros. Yes, Tavros decides risk is evil which she's kind of right about. Vriska is trying to be the hero, but she is doing some real morally questionable garbage. Yeah. And so Tavros comes at Vriska, and Vriska could easily take Tavros yeah. non-lethally, but she's like, "Fuck it, I can't make this guy strong yes. or into the person I want him." So
0: she stabs him. The she death.
1: stabs him through the chest with his own weapon, and that's probably the worst thing she's
0: done. Yeah. Everything she does to Ross is the worst.
1: Yeah, no, um, she she fucks with Tauras a lot. And
0: then Terezi does this thing uh, where, like, she's convinced that Vriska is responsible for these th- for five murders that take
1: place. Instead life. of one, which yeah. she did do. Yeah,
0: but I feel like five murders is
1: yeah. a lot. And so Therese follows Vriska up to the roof, where Vriska is about to go try and fight the main villain on her own, which will lead the main villain back to... Where everyone's hiding and lead to everyone's death. And Terezi sees this, and Terezi knows this, because Terezi is a seer who can see the future. Yeah. But Terezi doesn't want to fucking kill Vriska. Yeah. So Terezi gives Vriska a choice. Right. Stay here. I won't kill you. Go. Do us all. Or do yes. the rest of us. Do us all. I'll have to stab you through the back of my sword.
0: Yeah.
1: And so Terezi flips a coin, and then we're treated to a bunch of monologue, which is really good, but I don't remember, yeah. about how whatever side the coin lands on, it doesn't matter.
0: Because Vriska was never going to try to stay, and Vr- Terezi was never going to let her leave.
1: Yes. Um. And so Terezi stabs Vriska and through her. the back, and kills her, In and d- falls into a deep depression for the rest yes. of the comic. Uh, yeah.
0: Because, yeah, for the rest of the comic.
1: Yeah, for the rest of the comic. Uh, Terezi still has depression. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's gone back, and that event okay, is okay. fixed.
1: Yeah, Teresi still it has, has depression. depression. Terezi has more depression than John. You're right. Terezi's on, like, some harder shit than John is.
0: She is. is. Not to be mean to John, but, like, he doesn't.
1: John doesn't leave the house. Terezi doesn't fucking eat for a while.
0: Terezi doesn't go to a planet.
1: Yeah, Terezi just floats around in space looking for Briska. Because she she does. Terezi, as she is dying in the timeline where everything goes wrong, her fucking last action is to be like, okay. I can fix this.
0: Yeah.
1: And so she writes in her own blood a list of instructions for the guy who can genuinely time travel and change the future, John. And she runs over to him and she says, you, get off your depressed piece of shit ass. Go back into the narrative and and fix this. Bring her back.
0: Uh... And um, sets, and then eventually dies in her own...
1: Yeah, Terezi bleeds to death, but before she bleeds to death, she draws a chalk outline because she's a weagle cool, yeah. themed Gives part.
0: him a thumbs up and falls into her own yeah,
1: chalk. Yeah, falls into her own chalk outline and dies.
0: God, that's metal. An
1: yeah. And then in the, the, the timeline where things are better, Terezi hangs out with Vriska for a while, but Vriska has to go leave to be relevant to the narrative. Yeah. And so Terezi is depressed and spends... Oh wow! Uh, well, how Terezi? We don't know
0: how long she spent. We don't know
1: exactly how long she spent. She's in sort of a time void and also has no yeah day or night or contact with anyone. But she nearly starves to death.
0: Yeah,
1: looking for Vriska,
0: which is messed up. Um,
1: yeah,
0: and then Eridan's a school shooter. Peppery doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, Eridan is Eridan is a romantically unsuccessful dork who uh, wants to kill everyone who he feels is genetically inferior to him. He's then, a fucking...
0: This is interesting, because he kills the only person who's genetically superior
1: to him. Yeah, well, also, she was the one who rejected him. I because mean, Eridan's well. main issue, of course, is not his... Uh, racism? Racism. Fantasy racism. It it's it, so is like, his, it is his own sort of interpersonal failure. Yeah. He's, he's more an incel than a yeah. racist. Yeah. Ultimately, his arc is more yeah. about being an incel than a racist.
0: And then Feffrey.
1: Ah, uh, she's just sort of sweet. She's at the top oh, of the food chain, a basically. I've also seen a lot of stuff
0: about her, like not a lot of stuff, but people being like, "I." She's not actually as sweet as she comes across. Yeah. Because she like consorts with old gods and gleefully feeds like bodies to her giant. Signature. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, she, she she's another sort of cheery character. Yeah. But she's a little bit more sinister. Yeah. Um, and anyway, she breaks up with Eredin, and er- fucking shoots her through the chest with a magic wand, kills Kanaya, but-
0: Kanaya's a vampire. Kanaya
1: is a vampire. She comes back and cuts Eredin in half with a fucking chainsaw.
0: Which is, ooh, it's
1: good Destroyed, shit. my Rekt. man. He's uh, fucking owned to death.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, I figure we talk about the Alpha Kids and they are close to that. Alpha Kids, okay, yes. So, I was going to say earlier that the Guardians in the beta timeline are the I mean, the, if, with the beta kids' guardians beco- are alternate versions of the alpha kids. So we meet um, uh, Jane. I st- Okay, even after the epilogues yes. I still stand Jane. I'm yes. sorry. Jane,
1: who is the teen child version of John's grandma. And these kids grew up in uh, 2014 instead of 2009. Two of
0: them grew up in 2014.
1: Yes. The other two grew up far in the future, sorry. but they grew up with the full knowledge of a world that ended in 2014. Yeah. They grew up with the pop culture of that world. Like, yeah. So they, they effectively grew up in 2014 as far yes. as, like, their cultural references yeah. are concerned.
0: Um, yeah, so... Uh,
1: Jane, who is the heiress to a large, suspicious corporation, which does they live shit.
0: And we learned really early on, actually, that it's actually run by the leader of the troll race.
1: Yeah, the leader of the troll race. we it in Nana's monologue. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Very early, Jane. Yeah. She's she's sort of a, a normal teen yeah. girl who's also got this this great deal of wealth and power waiting for her that she can't access right now.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't. That's kind of like her big theme almost is waiting.
1: Yeah, she's waiting.
0: And she's kind of uh, incapable of like telling people what she actually feels, and is sort of like
1: a regular teen. She's very much a generic teen.
0: Like she's sweet and she's got interests and she lives a pretty good life. And it's just weird, because everyone else in her session lives a very absurd life. Yeah. Which is, I'm just saying, that's just John's life. Yeah. Like, John, we're introduced to regular teen, but everyone else in the, when we were originally learning about all of their lives, seems <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah,
1: they, they, they have all this crazy shit going yeah. on.
0: Yeah, and,
1: um... So she's, she lives the most normal life, except for the fact that she's the heiress to a multinational baking corporation and, owned by an alien.
0: And, uh, she has many assassination attempts, Paul. Yes.
1: Which Some is, of them by her friends, as yeah. sort of various manipulative tactics to yeah. try and get her to do things or not do things.
0: Yeah. Jane is kind of indecisive, to be honest. Yes, uh, except, right. except
1: when she does make a decision, yeah. which is to become the sort of fascist dictator of the world once She's the plot stubborn. is over. She, uh, after after everything, the the humans and the trolls and two other sort of alien races... Settle on a planet, and Jane, over the course of like many, many years,
0: consolidates power. Yeah,
1: uses her sort of corporate power and consolidates it, and becomes a essentially a human supremacist, and ends up starting a civil war in one timeline,
0: or just a very contentious political race in the other. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I I like her. She's indecisive and stubborn about being indecisive. Yeah,
1: Uh, uh, she also fucks a clown, but that's that's.
0: Oh, God, I hate that.
1: Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. She fucks a car.
0: She has... Her art is about, I think, um, uh, definitely the advantages she's given, the corporate power, the fact that she kind of lives a regular life. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think hers is all about yeah. being a step ahead. But yeah,
1: and her role in the epilogue is mostly, you know, she is a friend to all of these people, but she becomes a villain, she becomes a problem... And some of them are unwilling to deal with that. Yeah. Particularly Roxy, Roxy uh, who's great. Roxy is an. The best! Violent! Mom Lalonde gender?
0: A, I, I was going to tell you my theory about Mom Lalonde. Uh, Mom has slipped into femininity in the way that Roxy claimed that he was trying to do. Yeah. Like, um, in the uh, Candy timeline,
1: like yes. embracing that
0: feminine mother side, that's yeah. what Mama wanted is doing. Okay,
1: it's very weird to talk about Roxy because yeah. for the vast majority of the comic, Roxy is
0: yeah. a woman. Roxy yes, is. but F-Log, only one side of the Flog. Yeah, there are really. two
1: timelines in the F-Log, and in one of them,
0: Roxy, Roxy becomes is
1: like yeah, either non-binary or transmasculine. Some yeah. variation. We sort of see him or them sorting shit out, but we don't <laughs> see <laughs> any sort of final state. But for the vast majority, Roxy is.
0: Uh, uh, a, a woman. Oh, oh, yeah, so... so um, uh, That's kind of how a lot of the debate around him has been framed, I
1: think. It's fun, It's funky. Yeah, it's, it's funky. funky. It's funky to talk about now, retroactively, yeah. to talk about Roxy.
0: Roxy is introduced as an alcoholic.
1: As a, yeah, as a 16-year-old alcoholic who lives alone in sort of a post-apocalyptic future.
0: future. Um, And... She's kind – he's kind of a mess for the first bit.
1: Yeah, just just the, you know, alcoholic, like, just Roxy's main sort of – can we just say Roxy yeah. for now? I'm yes.
0: sticking with he,
1: but – Yes. No, 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 no. I'm sticking yeah. with he, but, like, I, again, for, like, the vast majority Brody, of the comics.
0: It's uh, always referred – you know, it's, it's always the same, so.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Roxy is an alcoholic, and – of it course, um, it's like, Jane, we got uh, to yes, yep. play this
1: game. Jane, we got to play this game. Roxy, also a fan of wizards, which kick ass.
0: Wizards kick ass.
1: Wizards kick ass. Uh, yeah,
0: he... Um, his ma- at the beginning, we were kind of... Af- not afraid of Roxy, but skeptical of Roxy.
1: Skeptical of Roxy. Well, Jane is very skeptical. That's one of her Yeah.
0: Um, Overly yeah.
1: skeptical. Over- impractically skeptical. Cartoonishly skeptical. Yes. She refuses to just believe shit.
0: Yeah. Um, versus another character who is...
1: Should gullible. Be gullible, gullible, a fucking moron, oh. a himbo.
0: <laughs> that is the best description ever. Okay, yeah. but we're not talking about
1: I him right joke, now. Joke, yeah,
0: joke. Um, we're talking about Roxy. We're talking about Roxy. But Roxy really scrapes his shit together, yeah. like gets sober, leads the team. Yeah, you know, has these conversations that need to have been had, you know, it's really the catalyst for everything that happens.
1: Yeah, but ultimately, doesn't part with Jane when Jane starts to go bad until it's far Far too too late. late.
0: Absolutely too late. Yeah. Um, yeah, there are, a lot of the alpha kids stick together. Yeah, they stick together
1: when they fucking should not.
0: Like, I'm sorry, Jake, Roxy, get out of there. Get out of there. Get out (laughs) of there.
1: Get out.
0: Oh, that's too toxic motherfuckers. Okay,
1: so do we want to do...
0: We got to talk about Jake. We got to talk about Jake. We got to talk about Jake. I'm going to go off.
1: Jake's a moron. He's super gullible. He loves every movie ever made.
0: The weird thing about Jake's arc, I appreciate it. I just say it's weird, is the one arc about, like, sexual exploitation is a dude's arc, which I find is refreshing almost. Yeah. Not that you know anything that happens to Jake is ever good, but it's yeah. kind of fun to see that with, yeah, not fun, yeah,
1: right? as the comic goes on, like everyone wants to fuck Jake, yes,
0: yeah, everyone
1: and Jake is like the because like
0: <laughs> there's this one line at one point, which is like given everyone's orientations, Jake was the only option, yeah. Um, Jake is
1: literally the only dateable character for, I mean, at at least as people consider their sexualities during the time when they are in the dake, dake, Jake (laughs) Jake dating zone.
0: Yeah, Um, but Jake is an idiot. Yeah,
1: fucking everyone's fighting over Jake.
0: Yeah, Jake is an idiot who's like, like a a handsome guy, but he's also like playing up his role and to be a cool adventurer when in reality he's kind of a wimp.
1: Yeah. So he, he he he's like tough he, he, he tries to be
0: tough and cool and an adventuring man and sort of
1: always in control but again he's the dumbest ass
0: He's so dumb. Oh my god, I love him so much. Yeah. Though. Like, he's just, he's sweet.
1: He's sweet and dumb and emotionally oblivious, which destroys a lot of his relationships.
0: I mean, a lot of the alpha kids in general, just their existence. Their whole deal, yeah,
1: their whole deal is that they're very bad at having relationships sort of sexual or friend-wise with each other. Yeah,
0: I've seen, Um, I mean, it's not I've seen, it's very common uh, uh, analysis that they're they're obviously supposed to be based off the... um, these different, uh, what's the word? What element are they? They're all supposed to be these.
1: Uh, Noble gases? Noble gases. Oh, who who don't react with each
0: other? Uh, no, it's, uh, they don't, it's, uh, there's this thing that everyone uses. They don't combine. combine. Yeah. Yeah, they
1: don't combine. Um, uh,
0: which... Uh, because they have planets at one point. It's another mechanic of the game that we can't get into yeah. it right now. Because we're at an hour mark, and I still need to talk about Dirk. Okay,
1: well, okay, okay. It's time for hour two, the Dirk cast.
0: Before I t- start talking about Dirk, there's something I wanted to mention. Yes. Way back. Uh, this is a shout-out to Dave Sprite. I love you. Dave, Dave Sprite is, is
1: uh, Dave one, one of Dave. the dead Daves who comes back, makes himself immortal through some game mechanic shit we cannot get into. Yeah.
0: And, um, basically saves the timeline that way. Yes. And then is kind of left in this sense of... Yeah,
1: who's an even, like, more cynical, jaded Dave.
0: Yeah. Who is very depressed, also. Yes. And there's a big... Not a big... Max and I have this ongoing debate over...
1: Do we want to talk about fucking... Okay, this is not the DeVepida Power Hour. (laughs) This is
0: not the DeVepida Power Hour. Because... I this have, is the
1: Dirk Power this Hour. This is the
0: Dirk Power Hour. That was just my shout-out.
1: Okay, me. okay. I'm going to let you take Dirk. Okay. Sexually. No! <laughs> I'm going to let you fuck Dirk.
0: Okay. A. I. I am coming, in my brain, I am coming out with a post called Dirk is the Bottom. I yeah. have a proof based on multiple conversations that happened in the epilogue, but I'm not going to talk about that yes. right now. Okay. okay. Uh, Dirk Power Hour. So, Dirk is a 16-year-old dude who lives in a post-apocalyptic universe. I'm um, alone alone. He is, I think, defined as the most, b- besides Jade, whose whole character arc is based on being alone, I think of the Alpha kids, he's the most alone.
1: Yes, and he's alone no matter, obviously, who he's with, because he's inside his own head. Yeah,
0: but uh, he also, A, I love I love the like aesthetic of where he grows up, which is this one apartment block in the middle of a drowned city.
1: Ugh. It rules, it rules, it rules.
0: And uh, his whole thing is that Dirk really, <laughs> Every character in this comic has depression. Yes, but Dirk um is caught up in his own head, and he's he thinks he's smarter than he is, and he like, he's like, oh, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Everything's gonna work out yes. perfectly.
1: Crucially, he thinks he's smarter than he is because he is smart enough to get one over on everyone else. Yes, but. He's still a dumbass.
0: Yeah, and part of that he's like, why does my own logic work on myself? So there's this big thing where he's conspiring to get everyone into the game, and he comes up with this system, this plan that absolutely fucking fails. Yeah. Because um, he's a person, and a big thing is that he's he's always talked about like, oh, I've got it. I'm like I'm multi managing everything, where he keeps getting like too focused on like an alternate version of himself for like. Yeah. Because he can move his consciousness around to like a different version of himself and then he also has like these glasses that are in. i fucking yeah i have a, i have opinions about the glasses uh he made a he took a photo or a, a brain scan of his brain when he was 13 and he turned it into a pair of shades and that's the shades of the autoresponder also known yeah. as Lil
1: And they fucking hate him and he fucking and he hates it. it
0: and uh they're really both pair both people in the situation are just trying to screw the other one over they're always arguing because they're both Dirk and they both hate themselves and they also so yeah. they're gonna hate the other Dirk.
1: Yes, Dirk's depression is narcissistic. Yeah. Dirk hates himself because he thinks he's the coolest guy ever, but he's still yeah. fucking shit up.
0: Yeah. Um. Mm. Dirk. Ah, oh God. Dirk wants to be in control, but always fails. I mean, it,
1: there's a thing. He's good at getting in control, but when he is in control, he, he can fucks never shit it. up.
0: He can never keep it. Yeah. Like, his defining character trait is failure.
1: His defining character trait is manipulation.
0: I know, it's manipulation and alternate selves are a big thing. But I feel like failure is also really big yeah. in there. Yeah,
1: no, definitely. He has this sort of destructive competence.
0: Yeah. Where a lot of characters talk about how, like, whenever you're in a room, like, whenever you're talking to Dirk, you feel like he's smarter than you.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But. So he convinces people that he's the right one, he's right in the situation, and you should listen to him when he's dumb as shit. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, He he can get himself into positions where he is the one in charge, and then fuck shit up super easily. Yeah,
0: um, he, uh, he talks a lot, and he talks in perfect grammar, which is kind of annoying. Yeah. Mostly, because you can just tell that, like, that's just a a bad sign. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, uh, Dirk, I'm infuriated with him, like, 80% of the time I'm reading anything he does.
0: (sighs) Okay, that's. That's your, when I read Dirk, I'm having a blast. Because I know, because the first rule of being a Dirk fan, as I am, is to realize that he is absolutely no clue what he's doing.
1: Yeah, no, and absolutely. just
0: being an idiot.
1: Yeah, no, and that, that infuriates me.
0: I said, sub- yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like, occasionally he'll annoy me, but I'll well, just well, be well, like. I, like,
1: I'm not always pissed at him, but I'm like, come on, man, make the connection. Yeah, like. You sound smart. Why aren't you figuring this out? Yeah, and of course Dirk is like considered it, but he hasn't yeah. actually internalized any of the things hey, he thinks about. It's four thirteen. It's the Homestuck number. There are a lot of numbers that have symbolic significance in Homestuck. Four thirteen
0: is the biggest one. Yes. Um, but yeah,
1: four kids who are thirteen years old is the original yes. cast. Um, mm.
0: and then four kids. Were, I don't know but yeah, Dirk. Uh, Dirk is the first rule is I mean part of Dirk is that it's. Ve- He talks in a way that's very grammatically structured and flippant at the same time. Yes. Which is very fun to read, I find. Like, dates are more fun to read, but Dirk is just... He's just a weird, terrible guy. And Dirk is the
1: the only guy who... I mean, I, I guess some other characters probably also. Yeah. He never gets untangled. Never. He... I, 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 t- I texted this to you when yeah. I was reading the f but Dirk never breaks down. He always catches himself just and before. starts to be like, okay, yeah. it's, it's time to make some progress here. And so he never actually comes to any sort of meaningful realizations about himself. He just spirals further yeah. inside his own
0: head. I also think part of it is – I think part of Dirk's process is – if he even starts to come to a conclusion about himself, he's like, wait, is this real or am I just saying this because I don't like myself or am I saying this because I love myself too much? Or am I s-? Yeah. And then he kind of like, yeah, he, out. yeah,
1: he, he's in a cycle of narcissistic depression yeah. that's maintained by the fact that he is in some ways smarter than everyone around him.
0: And the only and for like the only person I think he's willing to talk about all this crap in his head with is the alternate version of himself who who because he understands the way his brain works knows won't give him a straight answer about the way he actually is
1: yes and Dirk really uh, has a lot of respect for Roxy but just won't say anything. S- won't say it because oh, he he, he likes Roxy sort of too much yeah. to actually. Uh, Talk
0: to him. Yeah, and there's also this this bit where like Roxy thought or was you know had a crush on Dirk and Dirk was Dirk who's gay and uh, Roxy was at the time yet Um, wasn't aware of that stuff yet. Um, uh, Dirk's like, I, I, it just. I'm sorry, Roxy. I love you, dude, but it. I'm gay. It
1: doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah, because Roxy was a very flirtatious alcoholic in a way that kind of was difficult for the friend group to maintain.
0: Yeah. Especially because Roxy kept flirting with the glasses, who yeah. were not chill to flirt because the glasses didn't get any
1: interaction. Yeah, the glasses don't give a shit about so
0: like. I've seen things of like uh, Hal's in a worse situation than Dirk because every interaction had with Hal, the glasses, on her. I is somebody who wants, who wants to, to talk, talk to, to Dirk. Dirk. And as gross as it is to be a um, to be like a gay dude flirting with who just returns to flirting, uh, because it's the only attention he can get, like, that's kind of messed up.
1: Yeah, it's kind of messed up, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Dirk- I still,
0: I still get annoyed at the autoresponder
1: sometimes. Yeah, autoresponder's a little fucking robot bitch, and we yeah. all, we all want to kick its ass. Yeah, um. Anyway, Dirk gets control over the narrative in the epilogues and makes himself the villain because he wants the story to continue sort of existing in a meaningful way yeah and for that to happen it needs a villain homesick is very metatextual
0: yeah they need a villain and Dirk assumes that role
1: and he's he is incredibly competent at being the villain
0: because it includes just ruining everything
1: yeah. He is incredibly competent both at, like, putting plans together to make shit happen the way he wants it to happen. To and get making him in people
0: control. very upset.
1: Yeah, and making people, especially the reader, because at yes. this point he's literally writing the text yes. of the narrative. It's in
0: his, um, like, it's in, it's always talking about, uh, there's a thing in the epilogue that's like, oh, it's done in this, like, someone's telling you this story. Yeah. But one point, Dirk just starts writing his own text color. Yeah. Uh, which is a bright orange and uh, starts talking
1: about yeah, all this. Dirk is also... There are many people in this story that are kind of avatars for different aspects of the author, and Dirk is one of those people.
0: Yeah. Dirk is pretentious and mean and enjoys ruining... Well, not enjoys ruining things, but... Yeah. He certainly pretends ruining. he does, yeah.
1: because he needs to be the villain now. Yeah.
0: Um, I also feel like a lot of Dirk in the epilogue is uh, a bit manic. Like, he's very calm and controlled about everything. But he's also a little, like, a lot of the time he's like, oh, this has to work, this is going to work, you know. I, I,
1: I have sort of a a joke I'm workshopping, which is Dirk doesn't actually ascend to become his alternate self. He just figures out how to synthesize Adderall. You're right! <laughs> like, that's just what alternate Dirk is.
0: Dirk, yeah, I, okay, so Dirk at one point is convinced. He has become his ultimate self.
1: Okay, he, he has. It was sort of the narrative. Yeah. He fuses with every other possible version of himself from every other timeline.
0: Which line. is not good and, for him because yeah. the current Dirk we had was on like a, a self-improvement arc.
1: Yeah, he was sort of Dirk in the best situation where he was Which like... Is
0: still terrible!
1: Yeah, yeah, he still wasn't a great like friend it's or tears. anything but he was, he, was, he was pretty decent. But then he got cosmic knowledge about all of his possible lives, including the one where he just fucking beats the shit out of Dave.
0: Yeah. Um, and it's just like, oh, I, uh, I guess I'm gonna be evil now to keep the plot things brought over, because I'm the only one who can do it because yeah,
1: I'm the only one who can do of his it. Own yes, he's, yes.
0: Which brings me to and mind. also
1: his own brilliance.
0: Yeah, he's, um, Dirk is also a manic depressive. Change in my
1: mind. Yeah, but he's doing both at yes. the same time. <laughs> he's multitasking. He
0: really is. Dirk is multitasking his manic depressive. Just, it's just. Yeah. Accurate. But one, Dirk honestly deals with one of my favorite arcs, which is, uh, not arcs, but themes, which is fighting your fate. Uh, that's a strider thing. Yeah. A strider thing is you are going to become something and you can't not become that thing.
1: Yeah. And Dirk, are you, are you have, talking about Bro?
0: Yeah, I'm talking about Bro, but I'm also just, it's a strider thing when yeah. you hear a thing.
1: Yeah. Because like,
0: yeah, Dirk has become evil. Like,
1: yes, he has become evil.
0: Dirk was always going to be
1: Yeah, he's before. become a guy who disregards yeah. every other person and just tries to fit them into, or not even fit them into the mold, but yank them by the puppet strings. Stark is yes. a puppeteer. He
0: likes puppets.
1: Yes. He, he jacks off to puppets. He, he doesn't does. jack off to, no, he doesn't jack off to puppets, but he finds the idea of someone who does jack off to puppets to be funny enough that he, in one time, would sell sex puppets.
0: Yeah. Which is wild. It's wild. Um, I maintain that that's supposed to be, uh, kind of the weird, um, I maintain that A, Felt is something associated with Caliborn, and B, um, Okay,
1: Calliope and Caliborn, we're We're not done with Dirk yet?
0: Well, I, we're running out, like, we're already an hour and 13
1: minutes. An hour and 13 minutes? We're going for four hours and 13 minutes, it's thematically um, relevant.
0: But I'm going to talk about Dirk a little longer. Okay, okay. Because,
1: i want you like, get on a Dirk
0: chair. I mean, I, I'm mostly done with my Dirk analysis. But there are two, Dirk has two of my favorite conversations of all time. One, where he yells at himself, uh, which is Dirk and the autoresponder have an argument. And it is – I because a lot of like is told in a way where it's people having conversations with other yeah, people. Yeah, you don't see
1: inside people's heads very often. Until the epilogue, yes. you see inside their heads a lot.
0: Yeah, but um, – that you can't really tell what people are thinking. You just kind of have to figure it out. Except this is a conversation Dirk is quite literally having with another version of himself. Um, and it's, it's kind of messed up, but it's got some great lines and it's um, just a really good conversation. Also, there's this bit at the end Um, the, the end of the conversation is Dirk almost destroys his glasses and the AI in them responds. Um, says something like, uh, I'm scared to not exist. Aren't you? Which is, a big corner of debate among Dirk stands.
1: Yeah.
0: Is this proving to Dirk that his glasses are him.
1: Or that they, they aren't. aren't.
0: And we, uh, we don't know. I've seen arguments. I, I think
1: that Dirk is scared to not exist because he is obsessed with control. staying in control. And if he does not exist, then there is sort of. No way that he can keep tabs on things uh, and keep everything running smoothly, which is what he views as his duty.
0: I I've seen that argument. And I see that argument. I honestly side the other way because of a couple because. Oh oh of the oh! Are you thinking about? Uh, I'm not thinking about uh candy Dirk. I'm thinking about trickster mode.
1: I'm thinking about uh game over Dirk.
0: Yes, that's also good because uh I've but the first time the first argument I saw is, Dirk. He, at first, is like I don't want to go. There's this thing called Trickster Mode. It's basically coke. Um, <laughs>
1: it's so funny. <laughs> uh,
0: and Dirk, Dirk is offered coke. And, he's
1: offered narrative cocaine.
0: And he's still arguing with his glasses or a version of his glasses at that point. And they're like, "Hey, dude, maybe he, like," and he he's like. I kind of want to he, he, – there's this bit that kind of talks about how he kind of wants to do it and, like, not think for a bit. Yeah. But he's too up in his own head that he can't even do coke.
1: Again, <laughs> this is a special yeah. narrative cocaine that yeah. makes you think all your problems are solved. Yeah. But it's just so funny. <laughs> Yeah. But also it is just like cocaine it's yeah. it's described in a lot of situations pretty much just or, like cocaine. Which headline. is very funny. Um, no, no, it's not Harlemski. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it, it's described as sort of cocaine, which is very funny because it is the it is owned and given out. It is it's like a big lo- lollipop that yes. makes you fix all your problems.
0: Or think you fix all
1: your problems. Yes. But it is owned and given out by one of the sweetest characters yes. in the comic. There's this little like green alien. alien who sort of, like, lacks self-confidence.
0: Yeah, they just want the best for everyone. Yeah, they just want the best
1: for everyone. And they're sort of like an avatar for the readership of the comic. Yeah. But they're also just walking around with this huge bag of fucking (laughs) yayo.
0: It's just like... Hey guys, I know it'll help. I should do I it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They bring it to a wedding. It's just so funny. Yeah. Dear, sweet, innocent, beautiful, <laughs> precious Calliope. I would and their huge bag of cocaine.
0: I love Calliope so much, but you I'm know. still not done with Dirk. I'm sorry. Okay. I have a lot of opinions. Dirk
1: is never done with Dirk. Uh, there's yeah. always more Dirk. There's it's Dirk's all the way down. This is
0: what Dirk uh, that's um, yeah, it is Dirk's all the way down. Well it's probably still turtles all the way.
1: Down. I'm not gonna quote yeah, little that. Little.
0: I know that quote, but I'm not gonna quote that. Uh, the other best Dirk conversation. And, Max, you know what I'm talking about. You, you already know what the fuck is going on.
1: I actually don't.
0: It's uh, Jerk's Conversation with Dave. Oh,
1: of course, yes. Of course,
0: Max. You already know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Um, because I am a Strider fan, unfortunately. Um, and uh, there's this conversation, which is uh, kind of the end of, not the end of Dave's character arc, because we still see it expanded more. But it's kind of like a very important step in Dave's character arc. Yeah. Uh, where he, like, you know, comes to terms with his abuse, and low-key comes, well, he comes out to the audience.
1: Yeah. He doesn't come out to his friends for a while. He's yeah. He's not very good at this.
0: Because uh, Dirk is, I think, one of the few characters who begins their storyline out in Proud.
1: Yeah. Dirk is gay.
0: Yeah. Dirk and Kanaya both begin out in Proud. K- uh, I know.
1: I, I, I we, Kanaya.
0: I, I thought Kanaya was just more, like, I, well, fucked is, up because.
1: Kanaya is flirting with Rose, like, step yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's Rose,
0: Yeah, Rose is out um, and proud. Uh, Dave has to go come over a lot of crap to get there.
1: Yeah, read the Dave Hot Pocket monologue. It's so good. Oh, my God. Make me a gay Hot Pocket. <laughs> I, I
0: love Dave's. So. Okay. Yeah. But it's this great conversation they have on this rooftop about, like, their past and who they're supposed to be and who they could have been in alternate timelines, which is a big Strider theme. And uh. It's
1: a big homestuck. Yeah,
0: it? yeah, but, you know, it is a big homestuck. But they talk about, like, oh, in my universe, you were this, uh, like, uh, Dirk says something like, oh, Dave, in my universe, you were this, like, cool, like, movie producer who fought aliens and was a leftist. And- yeah, and
1: Dave, in the epilogue, does listen to Chapa. <laughs> it,
0: it's valid. Yes. Um, uh, and that, honestly, it's so great, because you see, in uh, Dirk's universe, Dave was almost arguably cooler like he's still real because he was like 16 during this yeah. conversation he can't have achieved the coolness of like this 30 year old man who died fighting an alien
1: yeah on the roof of the white house with a samurai sword
0: yeah um like that's so cool uh
1: he didn't die fighting an alien he killed insane con no, no no no
0: no 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 okay he
1: killed insane con oh, on the, and, roof of the white house with a samurai sword and, and then, then he fighting, fighting an, an alien, alien. Yeah, that's cool. Yes, that's cool. And, it's objectively cool to do that.
0: And Dave's and Dave uh, in the epilogue, it's very cool. He becomes like a revolutionary who comes out to Obama, yes. and gets his soul sucked out and put in a robot body. Yeah, like that's that that's objectively cool.
1: Yes, and Dave talks to Dirk, and Dave says to Dirk, "In my timeline, you were this cold, oh, inscrutable oh, oh, mother motherfucker." Who just
0: ruined my life? Ruined
1: my life. <laughs> and, Dirk, and Dirk's like, I can see how I would become that.
0: Yeah. And oh, what a com- like. Yeah. That's just a. I don't. I can't put into words what makes me love that concept so much. But the, I just. It's
1: yeah. Just I like what it. What could have been? Yeah, like. Yeah, it, it's it's Dirk a wonderful one. Dirk put in this yeah.
0: terrible situation where he's the best person he could ever be, and like, or he's he's convinced that of all the timelines he could exist in. And of all the alternate Dirks we see, except for one who is arguably not a Dirk.
1: Yeah, that's not Dirk. That's yeah, Jake.
0: Yeah, but um, all the actual Dirks we see, the one who is the best possible outcome
1: yeah, is, is this still Dirk. Still kind of. Yeah, terrible. who's just kind of an asshole.
0: And that's a weird situation to be in. Yeah. And I like, I like that.
1: I like that. Yeah.
0: Um, what else do I have to say about Dirk? Let me just run through it in my head one more time. Dirk is very valid. But he is also not valid at all. He's a yeah. stinky little bastard man.
1: Yeah. Um. Fucking Dirk.
0: Okay. The one thing I don't get. Okay. I mean, I don't what do don't you get, not
1: get? Why is he transphobic? What he he just I mean, is, okay. Know. Here's here's the thing. I know why. Being a listen, all of the characters who are villains mm-hmm. in Homestuck are in some way like. Kind of like that. Like, Lord English is super she sexist. Is Doc Scratch is very creepy, creepy and, like, sexually predatory. Mm-hmm. Dirk is... Wonder who he got yes, that from. Wonder who Dirk. got that from. Yeah. Okay, but the point... Dirk is, A, transphobic because he is becoming a homestuck villain, which yes. requires you do shit like that. Yeah. B... Because he can't read Roxy. He doesn't yes. know what's going on with Roxy. Yeah. And so when Roxy makes a fucking decision he did not predict out of left field, Dirk cannot fucking he, handle.
0: He it. shuts down, he's like, yeah, okay. he,
1: he, he's like, this isn't happening.
0: Yeah. God repression icon. Yeah. I would like to bring to attention mm-hmm. the fact that um Dirk should be arrested for horny on Maine.
1: oh dirk's horny dirk's horny
0: okay i got this great line from the epilogue that i i literally you have it saved of. yep I, I i took a couple of screen, a lot of screenshots but i don't, yeah, I don't I have my phone
1: with me i do have a the, the dave hot pocket model screenshot. i
0: have this one uh he's trying to met like brainwash uh, well, mentally suggest to his younger brother that he should hook up with a troll when it's, look, even you can manage to top this guy. You've got it easy, dude. He's going to open up for you like you just rolled up on a Denny's at 3 a.m. with all the boys in a group <laughs> 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 Oh, I
1: love you, Jake.
0: To which the response is, Dave scratches up his face a little like he's constipated. Okay, maybe I'm getting a bit worked up. <laughs>
1: Oh my God! I love Dirk so much. He sucks. Kanaya is going to kill him with a chainsaw, or Dave is going to cut his head off. One Both. of the two. A
0: Dirk. What's the Dirk decapitation count?
1: One. Yeah. Two. Three. Okay. Yes. Dirk gets his head cut off a lot. The one timeline in which he does not get his head cut off a lot is the timeline where he fails at everything. He fails to keep any of his plans on track. And that's what happens when Dirk does actually break down, is he literally like flies into a pocket of insubstantiality. He physically breaks down. Yeah, he flies into a pocket of insubstantiality in space and dissolves into background noise. Yeah. Which I guess is the only way Dirk can actually drop literally everything and yeah be honest he, he'll he just die yeah there's too much wrapped up in there
0: which is dirk is a riska who can't like mellow out
1: riska has meltdowns all the fucking time yeah. and riska is taken down to the base of her character she's very emotional dirk has a lot of thoughts dirk has no base th- of character yeah they keep his emotions So tangled up that he, like, sometimes feels he doesn't have them. Yeah. He obviously does, but they're so tied up in his logical brain bullshit. Whereas Riska is full of emotions all the time. She's always yelling. She's always just reacting based on her instincts, which are bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, We stand to of the most controversial.
1: Riska's... Dirk has recently become extremely controversial. Dirk has recently become extremely controversial. It always was somewhat controversial.
0: Somewhat controversial. Riska
1: was literally designed to be controversial. She's designed to piss off as many people as possible. Yeah. Uh,
0: I maintain she's introduced in a way that, like... The way to to set up a villain in a society where murder is legal... Yes. ...is to make them mean.
1: Yeah. The, the, yeah, that's a very funny thing.
0: She's introduced in the same way, not to cut away to Gundam, but Ayo Fleming is introduced in the same way that she is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Ayo Fleming, in, yeah, in Gundam. He, Which is making fun yeah, kind
0: of a disabled person.
1: <laughs> yeah, they, they, they live in a world where it's totally normal to yeah, kill yes, people.
0: So how do you make your, this character unlikable? You
1: make them evil in a much pettier yet, way. Yeah, she, yeah. Yeah, she, she is also mean to the disabled. Yeah,
0: and, and uh, she has an arc based around kind of emotional manipulation. Obviously. Uh, well, of no. her, also. But
1: yes, yes. Well, she sense. thinks she's a good manipulator, yeah, but she actually not. just has very simple mind control powers. Yes. Um. And is very transparent in what she's trying to do, because yeah. she cannot keep her emotions in check. Yeah. Therese is an actual good manipulator who can convince people to do things. But also can't keep her own emotions. Yes, yes, yeah. Therese also, she stays very guarded for most people.
0: Oh, absolutely. And she...
1: Again, she has probably the worst depression of any character in her Absolutely. When she's out looking for Riska. She
0: literally does not take yeah, care of herself. Yeah,
1: she literally doesn't eat. She ends up. Eating shaving cream? She ends cream up eating some shaving in cream in John's car, and then they have. This is like, a quintessential teen experience. Yes. This is quintessential. Yeah, they have a quintessential coming of age experience uh, where they're floating in a car in space, and Terezi fucks John. And well,
0: he's dying! <laughs> he's not
1: that dying.
0: No, at that point, he has already had the tooth stuck in his chest and has just had her cut it out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, so, so they have, like, sort of this sort of sad oh, scene where, they, where they're
0: staring out into this destroyed reality. Yeah. Do you have header
1: images on this podcast? No. Oh, you don't? Well, I do oh, have no. a header
0: image, but it's uh, consistent. It's just a
1: crap. Oh, okay, yeah, so... Anyway, I I, I I draw so I, yeah,
0: it's a good image.
1: It's a good image. It's a I really jerk. good
0: image, but I gotta keep my brand. Yeah,
1: I'm sorry. can you put a link in the description?
0: Yes, uh, once I finally get a... Us- Sound, like, not just using the free shitty sound pod. Yeah. All right. I think that's a good place to clear up, because we're going on one thirty.
1: Yeah. Again, there's a million, million, we million things in this comic. We did not cover anything. Listen to PGN Pod, perfectly generic podcast. They go through shit topic by topic and actually cover stuff. More importantly... They're smarter than we are. Read Homestuck.
0: Don't.
1: It's good, Don't. folks. Don't. It's good. Read Homestuck. Don't. And if you have Don't. read Homestuck and are Don't. sick of it, reread read Homestuck. Don't. 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 What you need to do is read Homestuck don't. when you're 14 years old. Don't. And then go back and don't. reread Homestuck and you'll really understand it. Don't. What? You don't want people to read it? No,
0: no, I just, I, I enjoy it, but uh, for your own mental um, joy, to just enjoy things simply as a regular human person.
1: No, fucking read it. What are you talking about? You coward.
0: I, I mean, my, you know how I am with my interests. We're like they kind of consume all my
1: processing power. Exactly, it did the same thing for me, but it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool, you want to destroy your brain with Homestuck?
0: I do not want to destroy my brain.